Jen the Builder. And Corey. Welcome to Take the Elevator. Welcome. Welcome. Have a seat with us, please, and take this ride. What a funny, ironic day today. Yeah, very strange and quirky. Yeah, very. But before we go there, for those who are new or those who have not listened to the last few episodes, we've been talking about MBTI, Myers-Briggs, and just people's preferences in certain things. So we already covered energy, um, how people take in information. Later on today, we're going to talk about how people make decisions and come to their conclusions. And so typically, Corey, you and I are very opposite. So we get to talk about the differences, but then it's so cool because then we come to this moment where we say, even though we have so many differences, not just between you and I, but just people in general, there are so many similarities that really function as our common ground. And we as people overlook that. Mm-hmm. So even though we're different, absolutely unique, hands down, yes. There are so many things about us that are common and we want to look for those things because it's what keeps us connected. I think personally, Jim, that those differences are drivers Mm. that bring us back together. Yes. You can't have a super tall person without a super short person that can't understand each other's woes and differences. Right. Right. Absolutely. So before we get into all that good stuff, I want to talk about just the kind of day that I started with. And I hope you guys can empathize with me. I think you can. I'm sure they can. I wake up today and I didn't have such a good night because I had like some shoulder pain. It was real funky. But anyways, I woke up and literally just wanted to put the blanket over my head. And I said in my mind, I do not want to adult today. Wow. Like, I just, I knew it was on my calendar. I knew it was on my plate. And I had a moment where I said, oh, if I could just be a kid again. Mm. You know? And then what did I do to kind of egg that on? And I had no idea that's no, how you, you were feeling. you did it, which is so crazy. Yeah, I, I was going through, well, actually, you know how on the iPhone now, memories pop up. Yeah. And so a memory popped up uh, photo, and it was your niece. Our niece, uh-huh. Eden. Yes. Who listens to the, yeah, who listens to the podcast. And it was you and her in a picture. And so it was a very cute picture, and I just laughed very heartily. And again, for those of you that don't know, um, when Janice with little kids, <laughs> <laughs> she tends to be bratty. And so I just remember her bratty moments when she's holding kids or around kids. So that's why it was so funny to me. Yeah, and then I, I saw that kid in me in the picture you sent me. Mm-hmm. And speaking of kids, so is it's so neat how this happens, and it's almost like God knew just what I needed. Not almost. it's mm-hmm. He knew. Yeah. And so I start the day off like that. I face the day, and I embrace it. And I, I even give the message to the team. Today, we're going to stumble into success because – we don't know everything that we need to know for this particular event. Right. Mm -hmm. So that was even my messaging. And at the end of the day, we had an afternoon huddle. And so the, some of the team members come together, we talk about our wins, you know, what was great about our day. What were some of our mistakes? What can we learn from them? How are you doing? You know, it's so good to see you. High five, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And let me say this, because you said that word stumble into success 
And I would rather stumble into success any day opposed to falling into failure. Hey, hello. Yes. So we end the huddle and one of our team members, my friend, she has her grandbabies there with her sometimes. And so her youngest granddaughter sat on her lap and instantly I lose focus of the fact that I'm listening to what the team members are sharing. All of a sudden I'm looking into the camera, right? Cause we're, um, what is it? Virtual, right. we're virtual. And I'm waving and I'm smiling and I'm making faces and she sees me and she's smiling. And then I see her eating candy. So I want to show her some toys that I have on my desk. And the team all of a sudden is like, what is Jen doing? Like, uh, hello, we're in a meeting here. (laughs) Right. An informal meeting, by the way, guys. And it was already towards the end. But I love being around kids because it just, you forget all the seriousness sometimes about being an adult. And so it brought me joy. It brought me joy to wake up not wanting to adult and facing it and realizing I had to because, hello, I am an adult. Right. And then you send me that wonderful picture of Eden and I, and then I get to end my workday with Violet. And that was just such a cool way to be. Nice. Glad to hear that, Jen. You need to have those childlike moments, especially with all the adulting you're doing. Right. So you guys let us know when you don't feel like adulting, What do you guys do? What are some things that bring you joy? Please hit me up on Instagram, Jen the Builder underscore Elevate. Every day, Elevate. Every day, Elevate. We are back. And I would just like to say this, Jen. I'm I'm a bit confused, and I'm about to drop something on you. You have no idea what I'm about to talk about, and I love when I do this to you. <laughs> okay. But I'm listening to a lot of people with a lot of opinion, and th- that that particular opinion is, is that everyone, no matter who you are, mm-hmm. should go out and get vaccinated. I'm bringing this up, and yes, it's a very touchy subject, and it's a very controversial subject. And and it's not a matter of being anti-vax or being a vaxxer. It's, it has nothing to do with that. I'm going to start here. If someone wants to jump out of an airplane to skydive, no one desires to see that person die, no matter what circumstance may come with it. True or not? True. Very true. Nobody sits there and says, I hope he bounces off the ground and breaks every bone in his body. And so in the same way, I'm looking at this whole vaccine thing. And and I know that there are people that really wanted to get that right away. It's a tough decision for some people, and it's a really easy decision for other people. Some people have some medical history that just will not allow them to get this shot. Mm -hmm. And I just think we as people being different in a lot of ways and being the same in some others need to take that in consideration. Some people have very strict religious beliefs that will not allow them to, whether they have a pastor, a minister, that's that's neither here nor there Mm -hmm. because 
there is no law that says you have to have a pastor or minister to okay your every move in order for you to believe your belief system. Some people actually read the Bible by themselves or other literature by themselves. There's a concept. Yeah. They study to show themselves approved. Right. Whole nother ball of wax though. But I just really wanted to point that out because we got to give grace to some people. Some people can handle the heat of being told, do this, do this, do this. Mm -hmm. Other people cannot. And so they shut down. They go into their own little shell and they just have some issues. What's your take on it, Jen? And I I know you have some opinions about it, but I just wanted to put that out there and see exactly how you feel and where where you're coming from with that. You know, I in no way meant to tie this to what we're going to talk about later, but I'll just go ahead and say I'm very much a feeler Mm -hmm. when it comes to conclusions and making my decisions. And so as a feeler, I really consider what's important to other people and how we can involve them. Um, I might insert myself into these situations to identify with people, right, and then want to honor the people I love appreciating, supporting people and looking for the qualities to praise. And I'm going somewhere with this because a feeler is definitely someone who loves harmony and wants to treat people as unique individuals. So here's the thing. I love people. I love the world I live in and I care about people's health. Hands down. No other way around that. I don't question that about myself at all. But as a feeler, I also understand that people have their individual beliefs. And so when you're talking about harmony and health, you have to take into consideration that, like you said, there are people who cannot, cannot on a physical um, level, cannot and will not because of their spiritual beliefs. So I think when the messaging is being sent out and it makes people feel guilty as if they don't care about people, if they don't get the vaccine, I think that's wrong, right? Because you're creating an an environment where people might question who they are, or then you're creating shame. And you said grace, grace is not abounding when those are the type of messages being given. Now I can empathize and say, okay, the people are delivering that really care about their society as well and community, and they want people to be safe. But the fact of the matter is, is that people aren't safe right now, whether you're vaccinated or not. Um, There's a certain percentage or degree of safety for those who are vaccinated, I guess. Right. Um, But overall, as a feeler, it breaks my heart. So, me coming to the conclusion of where we're at, you can see that divide and you can see the shame and you even see people being branded as you're vaccinated and you're not. And so anything that causes segregation is not okay in my book. Absolutely. And I would even go a step further because if there's an agenda behind it, that's a whole nother ball of wax. And I don't know if there is or not. I'm just simply saying I get it if there is. That just makes more sense to me if there is. Uh, But the great friend that we had on on the podcast a while back, Sandy Wyman, she said something to me. And and even as of recent, Mm -hmm. um, 
there are these rules. There's a golden rule. There's the number one rule. And I don't know which rule it fell into, but mm-hmm. the first one was do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And then the, the like the cap the platinum, I think is what they call it. Whatever it was, it was the one that I really honed into. And that's do unto others what they want done to them. So you take it a, a step further from doing it as you want it to be done. And then you do things to, for them or with them or to them the way they want it done. And that's what we always have to take in consideration. Yeah. How people are, are feeling and how people are going about this. And again, I'm, I'm a little bit rough around the edges so I can handle a kick in the butt. I can handle the straight message and, and tell me as hardcore as possible. I'm probably going to get up, brush it off and keep on moving. Mm-hmm. I don't think more there, there are other people out there that just aren't that resilient. Right. And it's okay to say that. Sure. Because there's areas in my life that I'm not that resilient. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you, as a thinker, right, you look at logical consequences for your choice or action, right? You're very analytical. Cause and effect is what moves you. You solve problems with logic, reasonable um, and you can be seen as tough-minded. So what you just said, people are saying, man, that's kind of cold, right? But that's how you make your decisions. And so even though you and I are very different in that way, we've come to an agreement because at the end of the day, what are we talking about here when we're talking about making this decision or coming to a conclusion? It involves people. And again, common ground. We all make decisions. We all come to conclusions, but for the most part, I think people really care about one another. And so one could say, Jen, that's contradictory because if you care about someone, you're going to get vaccinated. That's not what that means because what, what do we do here at Take the Elevator? We also talk about self-love and self-awareness. And so self doesn't come out of the equation. I may be a person who has physical problems and I can't. I may be a person with certain beliefs and I won't because in my, there's a higher source that I answer to. Right. So I, you know, when I, we talk to people, we're always that curious why, and it's not the curious judgmental. If you really want to know why people aren't where you're at, ask, but without judgment and be open to what they're saying, you know? Yeah. And what do you have to say about that? Because you're <laughs> grinning like uh Well, yeah, because, you know, I've heard some a monologue, dialogue mm-hmm. amongst people, and it's always the same. And the thing is, is that if I'm thinking of what my answer is going to be to your rebuttal, we're going, we're approaching this the wrong way. Sure. Yeah, that's not the, we want to be actively listening. Right. Right. I'm not going to go into a conversation with you, Corey, and say, okay, if he says this, which is probably what he's going to say, I'm going to say this instead. The point is, is that I want to connect with you and see where you're at and where's your comfortability with everything. How are you doing? How are you processing? Right. Um, and, and again, What's interesting about the thinking and feeling people is this is actually how we deal with our differences and viewpoints. The point is, is that we've got to deal with them. We got to deal with them. And people have overlooked that they've decided what should be done 
And we're not dealing with the fact that there are differences and why are there those differences? And we can't think about them in solution-based outcomes. And I'll give you an example. You know, there's a, a person that used to be, well, still a part, very much so a part of our life. But the the thing about this person was, and let me just say it like this, and, and I, I don't want to get too, well, I'm, I guess I'm going to get deep into it one just way or another. Just go there, yeah. So she wanted to lose weight. Okay. And she had some leg problems that won't allow her to do certain activities. Mm-hmm. And so we were attempting to figure out how we could assist, help, aid in her losing weight during a time when we were very, very much so into the whole fitness thing. Right. The conclusion that we were coming up with was, well, if you can't do this and you can't do that, that was, that was surface. But once we went a little bit deeper, we, we all three of us said, wait a minute, why are we trying to solve the problem? This is not about solving weight loss problem or weight issues. This is about understanding that health is a whole lot more important than just losing weight. Mm -hmm. It was at that moment that we all came to the same conclusion. Like we're, we're, we're fighting against each other, trying to make someone figure out how to get from point A to point B without taking it in consideration that there's multiple ways to get to this point and place in our lives. We just have to take the time to sit down have the conversation and talk it out. Correct. Absolutely. Um, I wish, I kind of wish we had someone here now to have these conversations with. So I'm just going to put it out there. If you guys are interested in having these conversations with us, we'd love to have you on. Love, love, love. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing better than learning from conversations with other people. Um, Corey, let me ask you a question then. Is there a concern on your part that not all voices are being heard? Because, you know, we, we always said at Genco, our motto is make some noise. And for people who hear that, that might be confusing. So let me explain it real quick. People around you right now, there's noise. Mm-hmm. And it's not noise you're creating. It's noise that people are voluntarily throwing your way. You know, and there's things on social media, there's things that just can distract and confuse. And so we say, make your own noise. Mm -hmm. You know, do you feel that people are allowed to, to state their opinion, voice their concerns, or are we really one-sided right now in our world today? We're very much so one-sided in, a, in our society today. Uh, but again, I, I think this is very purposeful. I think this is very agenda-driven. And I think that if we take the time to look at it for what it's worth, uh, we could see that very, very clear. There's no doubt in my mind about that. You know, me being in, from a family of four and being the youngest and then an even bigger family with multiple cousins, aunts, and uncles, and being one of the youngest, if not the youngest, I learned a long time ago how to make noise. I learned a long time ago that the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Mm. So I've never had an issue with my voice being heard. Even if it has to become annoying before you say, 
what do you want? Can you please stop just making noise? And you know this very well about me. Yeah. So, you know, I think we need to find a way to make some noise, to just be heard. And I mean, we've heard this term before. There are no stupid questions. And really, there are really no stupid questions. There's no stupid dialogue that you could have. Mm-hmm. I don't care how confusing it may sound in the beginning or how much it doesn't make sense. I think personally that if we're able to have a proper dialogue, you speak, I answer, I speak, yeah. you answer, we're going to get somewhere and we're going to we're going to we're going to make some ground. And that's what this is really about. This is just about getting from point A to point B. I think we decided that we just wanted to get to H somehow, and we're just running there rampantly, not thinking about their stopping points along the way. Mm-hmm. If we would just take the time to stop at the proper spots and listen to one another, I, I just see this thing turning out so much differently. Sure. I want to explain something there, if I may, because we're t- trying to tie everything that we're talking about right now to MBTI. So when you're talking about dealing with differences, people like me, Corey, may not be so quick to have these conversations because there's a conflict Mm. or there's a difference in opinion. So people might equate that as like, this is not harmonious. Right. I'm not comfortable when it's like this. Whereas people who are thinking want to ask those questions. They may come off as critical, but their, their desire is to find the right answer. Right. I've come to the point. I've learned this throughout time that even though I'm a feeler, I'm not afraid of conflict. I've just learned that for me, there's a time and place for it. I'm not the first to say, oh, but what about this? And oh, you know, did it? no, I really have taken in the role of observing and taking in the information. And because I want harmony, I know that there's a time and a place to say it. And that has worked out well. So I don't know. I don't know the answer to this. I don't know how we can get people together and just say, can we have a conversation and be respectful of one another? If I'm in a room with someone who doesn't agree with my um, opinions and, and vice versa, I mean, not with theirs, but I don't see that person is wrong. I don't see that person is broken or a bad person yeah, or incorrect or you don't care. Not at all. You are a person with your opinion, and I am curious. I have that wonder, almost like how we were talking about, like a child. Mm -hmm. If you've ever talked to a child, there's that true wonder because they really are curious and want to know. And we are, as adults, so concerned about saying the right thing or looking like we're standing on the right side, you know? And so we lose who we are because we're we've been taught and conditioned to say what's right what's acceptable you want to look like you have some kind of intelligence when really at the end of the day it has nothing to do with that you just want to be heard you want to be understood you you don't want to be made felt like you don't care or you're not an active responsible part of society if you're not where we're at i i I, can i interject just this um, simple thought process that I usually bring to any kind of situation that that may be coming about. Mm -hmm. I try to get in the right frame of mind. Mm -hmm. There are times when we're going to have conversations. So I come with, I'm about to have a conversation. Yeah. There are times when we come to 
a point where this is going to be an argument. So I'm not coming to an argument with a conversational mindset. And then there are times when there's going to be a fight. And I'm not talking about fisticuffs. I'm talking about an argument that turns a little bit more heated than, than normal. These are things that happen in everyday life. People yeah. know that this happens. So I'm not going to walk into an argument thinking, oh my gosh, no, we shouldn't have an argument. Yeah. That's a part of life. Arguments actually are healthy. Yeah. Disagreements are healthy because it brings you to that common ground where you understand one another at the end of that. But not wanting to have that proper dialogue, that part of it is really strange to me, especially yeah. when we're, we're having successful relationships with our friends, with our loved ones, our family members. And we know that we've argued and fought with every one last one of them. We've had great conversations with them. And sometimes we've just agreed to disagree. And that's one thing we haven't done in this whole thing. We haven't just said, okay, you believe what you believe. I believe what I believe. We're just going to try to make the best of it. Yes. And, you know, we have to come to an end, unfortunately. But what I love about this podcast and about Take the Elevator is there's not a sign outside this elevator that says you can only enter if. Right. Right. Our goal is to connect with each other and to bring these things to light. We don't, again, not here with a solution, mm -mm. just here with let's talk and let's be free to have these conversations, do the research, ask the questions. So with that being said, have a childlike mind. What I mean, don't mean is immature, obviously right. not. Not a childish mind. Right. Childlike. Child well, you guys, you know us to take the elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. elevate.